right, so Alex, what about cloudy days versus sunny days as far okay. as what colors you're going to use? Because it's different. Okay, again, it depends on the color of the water. If it's clear water, I'm going to throw a lighter colored bait. Okay, and right sunny, now, sunny or cloudy. Okay, sunny or cloudy. Yeah. Okay. What happens is uh, right now the water's really clear on Current River. So mm-hmm. if I'm fishing Current River, and I'm going to stay way off of my fish. Okay. If you think about when you're fishing, uh, a lot of people say, uh, "Man, I can make all kinds of noise and turn the music on. I can, I can catch fish. What you, know, you may, but let's see you catch the old fish. Yeah. We're talking, you know." Uh, 17 inches and a bit longer. You know, those fish know. Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand. Walking in the earth. Wise Eye presents American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. We're in the studio today. Haven't been here in a while, Redbone. No, you haven't. I thought maybe you forgot how to get here. Yep. <laughs> I've been on vacation, you been to, working. You have to use your GPS. Yeah, I had to use my GPS. <laughs> Wayne will not be in the studio with us today, everybody. Wayne Locke had a open heart surgery, mm-hmm. and uh, he is doing fine. Uh, he's still in a lot of pain. They said, the, talk to Renee this morning. Renee said that the pain medicine that they're giving him is not helping much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's a pretty traumatic thing to go through. All right, so we'll all say a prayer for Wayne. He'll be fine. Oh, yeah. They had to shut his heart. That They actually shut his heart and made it stop. Yeah. Yeah, he told me that he, uh, or, or he posted on Facebook, that he told the doctor to make sure you use uh, uh, American-made batteries when it came down to restart his heart. <laughs> Not to use any of those cheap ones. That's Wayne Locke for you. He's funny. <laughs> what a good guy. Yep. Yeah. Great ambassador for American Roots. He just got a lot of irons in the fire, though, involved in a lot of things. But anyway, we're praying for you, Wayne, uh, if you're watching us live here and you come on here if you can, if you're feeling well enough. I want to thank everybody for coming on live with us here also on Facebook. And our show today is going to be smallmouth fishing techniques uh, in the Ozarks here. So we're going to share information with our listeners all over the world, 19 different countries, and our local radio networks, KAPE, AMFM, and Cape Girada, KWOC, AMFM, and Poplar Bluff, KSMO, and uh, Salem, Missouri. KKOZ Ava and K Country 95 and all our northern Arkansas friends that follow us and listen to us. We uh, we really appreciate all of our listeners, don't we, Redbone? Absolutely, we do. Each and every one. I think last time I counted, there were six. Six? Were they? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's more than that no, right there's now. More than that. There's yeah. more than that. Yeah. I just kid. So, yeah. Alex. So that what, wasn't what, funny. Yeah. You know, he, his jokes aren't very funny. <laughs> yeah, some of them are. No, some not of them are. very funny. Yeah, just yeah. not the ones yeah. I can tell on the radio. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Alex, we're, I mean, uh, full, full-on fishing season right now. It is Redbone, and, 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 you know, we've got this mic keeps falling down here. I'm going to have yeah. to adjust this. Hold on. Yeah, it's adjusted as tight as it's going to get. Okay. All right. So uh, we have a smallmouth club called Current River Smallmouth Association. It's in Van Buren, Missouri, and we have members, and we fish as teams. And we had a his and her tournament this past weekend, and I want to congratulate uh, Dalton Yarber and his fiance, Mrs. Otwell, 
They weighed in five fish that weighed almost 13 pounds. That's a good stringer. Yeah, Linda and I only had 616. We was about in the middle of the pack, but biggest fish we have is 195, and Dalton comes in, him and her, with – they had one that was 22 inches. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good smallie. That is a good smallie. So, so where I'm going with this, smallmouth fishing in the Ozarks, I can remember my first trip with my brother Larry. I was about – Three years old, and we was in a, a hole on Jack's Fork called Loaders. It's uh, Jack's Fork, middle Jack's Fork, up above Chalk Bluff. And I'll never forget crossing the creek with him, wading across the creek, and the current took me down. He had to get me. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> but uh, he would fish with minnows. Hmm. Yeah, and he, he would he'd put a split shot up about a foot above the minnow. <clears throat> And he would catch a minnow trap. Back then, you could use minnow jars. Mm-hmm. And he would take crackers, and he'd hook them in the lip. Yeah. And you'd just drift minnows. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of that for smallmouth. Now, largemouth, of course, but yeah. never small smallmouth. Yeah, it's a great technique. And live minnows, you know, you can still use live bait. And now on Jack's Fork, uh, it's a trophy area, a majority of it, mm-hmm. from uh, Blue Springs down to Alley. You're only allowed uh, one eighteen inch smallmouth to keep, which we don't keep them anyway anymore. But right. used to, we'd keep uh, a mess to eat. You know, so there's nothing wrong with keeping a mess to eat. Whoever wants to do that, so sure. yeah. So live baits a technique. Uh, using lures is another technique. Uh, topwater lures, uh, down baits like a gets it, uh, rubber worms, sinkos, uh, stick baits, jerk baits. Uh, Buzz baits, topwater spook, uh, devil horses, they're all great baits to use. Uh, if you're going to fish the Jack's Fork right now, topwater bites pretty good. Early mornings and evenings, and uh, your your crawls, zoom baits. Uh, Slaughterhead also has swim baits. It's really good right now. Great baits to use for catching smallmouth. Yeah, I like that. You know, I, I, when I was doing some smallmouth fishing on the creeks, uh, those small crawls would really, really work well. Uh-huh. I love the hard plastic with with the with the spoon on the front. Yeah, you know, that's a crankbait. That's yeah, called a crankbait. Crank they they yeah. would really catch the smallmouth. Yeah, they will. They yeah. really catch. But the best bait ever. I've said this before. They don't make them anymore. At least they do. They don't carry them anywhere I yeah. go anymore. Uh-huh. Uh The best thing to use was a brown and orange Mister Twister spinnerbait. Yeah, brown Mister Twister has caught a lot of fish. Caught a, a lot, lot of fish. A yeah. lot of fish. Yeah. Over the years, I still have one in my tackle box. Yeah. The thing's like 20 years old. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no a longer a soft spin. plastic. Mr. Twister beetle spin. Yeah, it's no longer a soft plastic. Now it's a hard plastic. You can catch a lot of goggle eye <laughs> yes, right now. And you yeah. catch bass on them also. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Mr. Twister. But there's a lot of great baits to use. And what yeah. we're going to do and talk with you about in this show is techniques of how to catch smallmouth that will work on any creeks that you're fishing, which is Black River, Gasconade, Merrimack, Levin Points, uh, Crooked Creek, uh, Spring River, wherever. We're going to share techniques with you here. Uh, we are very blessed, Redbone, to live where we live here in the Ozarks and to experience the type of fishing that we do. Well, we do, and sometimes we take that for granted. We and, do. I, and, and I know that we want to spend one segment today also talking about, you know, just just outdoor things you can do with your family. And, and we're so blessed because within, you know, within 60 minutes of where I live in Thayer, there's like 24 state or national parks mm-hmm. where you can go and, and hike and, and take in the beauty, have a picnic, go camping if you want, whatever you want to do. And sometimes we take all that for granted. 
We sure do, Redbone. And because uh, you live here, we kind of get accustomed to things, and and we overlook things that, that you know, you can have somebody new that's never been here before, and you, you can take and show them an area. And I'm going to be guiding smallmouth trips now, and I'm mm-hmm. getting my concessionaire license with the Ozark National Scenic Riverways. And I've got it on the state land some in, in the past, but uh, it's amazing how the reaction is. Can they come here like, oh, my gosh, look how beautiful that yep. water is. Oh, look at that beautiful bluff. And I'm sitting here to myself like, I see it all the time, yeah, you yeah. know. We see it but, everywhere. But they, they, they appreciate that red bone. Oh, yeah. And we can talk about that some more because it's about time to go to break. But when we have people come from St. Louis, friends or something that, that come to visit, they're just amazed. They're amazed. All right, we need to take a break. We'll be back more American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends in just a moment. Hi, everybody. This is Aaron Tippin, and you're listening to my old buddy, Alex Rutledge, with American Roots Outdoors. And good friend. I've been on a big board for a while. I can load him in the back of my truck. We can Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day? I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move. Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise Eye Technology? This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera? On a camera. WiseEyeTechnologies.com. And how do I find out more information about these guys? You go to WiseEyeSmartCam.com. I'm using them. You should, too. Make your hunt easier. Use WiseEye. Denali Rods presents American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge. Welcome back to our show. And this segment here is smallmouth fishing techniques uh, here in the Ozarks. You know, I was born and raised right here, and I shared in the first segment my first experience of river fishing. I thought I was going to drown with my older brother. I wonder you ever went back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Redbone probably wished they did lose No, me. no, sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes he does. All right, so Alex, this before, before, he thinks he's funny. Before you get into a whole lot of techniques, let's talk about equipment for smallmouth fishing. Uh, you know, the, the norm is somebody wants to start, uh, you know, rod length, you know, medium action, light action, line, you know, monofilament or, you know. Fluorocarbon, yeah. Yeah, the best, best yeah, things okay. that people want to use. Well, the best thing, to, if you're getting started smallmouth fishing, whether you're using live lures, live bait, or uh, real lures, you know, um, artificial lures, I should say, uh, you want to get a rod that feels good to you. You know, and at Denali, they are located in Mountain Home, Arkansas, and they have mm-hmm. a variety of different types of rods. They got the Covert series, they got the Attack series, and that's the two series that I'm fishing right now. And I've got the bait casting rods, seven foot rods, and spinning rods. So I like a medium heavy rod when I'm using uh, uh, a jig or a down bait like a, a Cinco. Uh, when I'm using a crankbait or spinnerbait or live bait, I would want a flimsier rod, so a medium action rod. Mm-hmm. So that's what you want to look for. And I think one of the features that really sells me with Denali rods is how good they feel. You know, you could just, when I'm dragging a bait, this is how good the rods are. Mm-hmm. When you're dragging a bait, and I use fluorocarbon line, I use strength, you can actually feel it 
cross rocks, gravel. You throw it out in the gravel and drag that back. You feel it go, and that rod. It's a very sensitive feeling rod. And the grips are phenomenal on these rods. So for bait fishing, I like a medium action, a spin bait, a spinner bait, or a crank bait, a medium action type rod. And for a heavier type bait, I would like a medium heavy. Okay, because a lot of people, you look and you get, you know, you go to your favorite outdoor store and you look and uh-huh. and there's there's ten thousand rods to choose from. Yeah, so, you know, where do I go? Where do I go? So I think yeah. it's good to tell people, you know, what what people that catch a lot of fish like to use. Yeah, uh, Denali's got a variety of rods. Like I said, you can go to their website and uh, also go to their store, Aspire Outdoors and Mountain Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sponsor our, our show now with uh, fishing rods and etc. But uh, these guys are, are good guys. Brian Head down there, Jacob and Scott, uh, pretty much the management staff. Yeah. You know. And they'll help you. They will. If you go there, they're knowledgeable, and you tell them what, what it is you want to do, and they'll help you pick out the best thing for you. Exactly. But a lot exactly. Of, but, and I guess the, it also goes to say that a lot of it is just personal choice. It is personal choice, but you'll find out uh, your medium action rods for live bait, crankbait, spinnerbaits, it's got give, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, gives when you're using the bait so yeah. gives it more realism and action yeah so uh for using live bait too uh there's a setup a lot of guys don't like to use fluorocarbon because fluorocarbon has a memory and that memory if you ding the line mm-hmm. the line breaks easier monofilament has stretch and it's more forgivable right so we use monofilament line a lot of times with live bait or we'll use a lot of time with crankbaits and spinnerbaits. Now, how often, and may put you on the spot here, how often will you change line on your on your reel? Okay, well, I check my line uh, every tournament, before every tournament. If I run my hand down the line and I can feel nicks or burrs in it, I'm going to replace it. Really? Yeah, yeah. You can't afford, if you're fishing tournaments, to lose fish. You know, well, if you're hungry, you can't afford to lose fish either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if you're hungry, yeah. There's nothing wrong with people keeping the mess to eat. That yeah. they got that right. Yeah, but um, yeah, for a beginner, uh, gotta have good equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's just depends how serious you are about something. But you can go out there with a Snoopy pole and catch fish. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. you I mean, seriously, these guys that's spending extra money buying good rods like Denali rods and using good equipment, good tackle. They're going to catch more fish in you because there's a purpose for those rods and those yeah. baits because they're designed to catch fish. Uh, yeah, they're the reason they are what they are. They are the reason they are what they are. All right, so bait casting reel or a spinning reel? Uh, I like using the spinning reel mm-hmm. when the fish are really getting, uh, the bite is getting tough. Because I can downsize my line. The louder my line, the more sensitive the bite will feel. Mm-hmm. Then I'll downsize my bait to a smaller bait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So interesting stuff, and, and you know, and, and and of course, we're talking primarily here smallmouth fishing, and 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 the game kind of changes with if you like go to trout because trout you use an ultralight, very light line, very, light, very light, line, light line because the trout will four see the pound line. test usually, yeah, the trout will see the line, they'll they'll take off, and uh, so it, it, it's all about what kind of fish you want to catch, and and uh, check with your local. Uh, Local guides or local pros, they can you know, kind of fill you in, kind of depending on where you're going. All right, uh, we need to go to another break. All right. All right, everybody, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we'll be talking more smallmouth fishing techniques used here in the Ozarks. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more 
right after this. Hi, I'm Preston Pittman, and you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and his friends. Hornady presents American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. Again, we are in the studio and we are talking about smallmouth fishing techniques used here in the Ozarks rivers and streams. Uh, we talked about in the first two segments of my first trip and uh, getting set up with the right equipment, mm-hmm. getting started. You know, here in the Ozarks, we have a lot of tourists coming here that floats our rivers, mm-hmm. Redbone. Yeah, yeah 11, we do a lot of them. Yep, they float Current River, they float Jack's Fork, Eleven Points, Spring River, Spring River, right here. Yeah, White River, White River. Uh, you know the Black River. I mean all all the rivers. Yeah, we got a lot Get of up listeners. On the Big Piney. A lot of listeners listen to us too, on all these stations here, and uh, yeah. and again, this is being aired also on our podcast in nineteen different countries. So right. we want to encourage all these listeners that's listening to us that's not from the Ozarks to come and visit our beautiful states: Arkansas, Missouri, and Southern Missouri, Northern Arkansas. I believe you'd love it. Many people came here and they never wanted to leave Redbone. <laughs> You know, one time many years ago uh, when uh, Miss Nina and I first moved to Thayer, uh, our in-laws came down to visit. Of course, they'd never been here before. They had, didn't mm-hmm. even know Thayer existed. Mm-hmm. And uh, in three months, they moved here. Three months. Yeah. And they, they absolutely fell in love with it. Yeah. I just want to touch on this, not, not trying to get off the subject smallmouth fish, but a lot of the reasons why people move here. Because, one, there, there's a substantial amount of water. The law. La- Largest living spring is the big springs in Van Buren, Missouri. Pumps over 200 million gallons of water a day out of that spring. Yeah, then you got the Mammoth Spring at Mammoth yeah. Spring, yeah, uh, which is also one of the world's largest springs. Yeah, and how many gallons it pump? Do you I, know? You know, I don't remember off the top of I my head. I thought it was like 184 yeah, I million don't, gallons I don't or remember. Something. I've read that plaque in there a hundred times and, yeah. and, and can't remember, but it's a beautiful spring. Yeah, I want to. Uh, this subject here is going to be about uh, the type of fishing trip you may take. It'd be a canoe or a kayak. And if you're a kayak fisherman, canoeing fisherman, you would want to. I recommend our listeners to go fish Eleven Points, mm-hmm. Spring River, mm-hmm. or uh, Jack's Fork. Yeah, you know, because the water is a little slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's easier and easier to catch fish when the the current's not as fast. Yeah. And Current River, the Upper Current River, is great trout fishing. Uh, not getting off the subject of smallmouth, but from Montauk, Current River runs from up by Montauk, plumb into Arkansas. Yeah. Well, in the north end of the Spring River, you know, from the dam at Mammoth Spring down to Dam 3, you know, trophy trout area. Trophy trout area. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you can you explain to us again? Not getting off subject here, but how many trout are you allowed to catch in Spring River? Do you know? You know, I believe that you're allowed uh, to catch six. And 12 in possession. Okay. That's two people. Yeah. Uh, no, that's per person. Okay, per person. Yeah. So 12, 12, six per person, 12 for two people. Yes. Yeah. Smallmouth on the current river, uh, you're allowed to keep six smallmouth, and they must be 12 inches. Right. However, we do not promote catching and eating them but uh, right. if that's your right you can do that uh, on jack's fork again reiterating repeating the trophy area only allowed 118 at smallmouth yeah and 11 points i believe you're only allowed 215 at smallmouth and of course there's a trout area on 11 point too 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, down around Greer. Yeah, Greer. Around around Greer, Mm -hmm. the the trophy trout area. And and I'm not real familiar with the specifics of it, Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, they catch a lot of trout in there. Yeah, but again, our subject is smallmouth, so let's stay on that. Right. So uh, you can catch smallmouth in the trout areas, too. Did you know that? Yeah, you will catch some. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've caught several up there. Yeah, around Cane's Bluff and Greer's and all that. And they get down the lower 11 point. Yeah. One of my favorite baits to use uh, catching smallmouth on a down bait is uh, gets it or tube bait. Mm -hmm. And my favorite colors uh, range from anywhere from the browns to the green pumpkins. And when the water is dingy and there's no, it's got a lot of color to it and hard to see, I like to throw the brighter baits or darker baits. And the water clears up, I like to throw baits that's more, uh, uh, how would I say, uh, lighter colors, okay. like the light browns or cinnamon color with purple flake. I like anything with a purple flake. I love throwing a jig, too, Yeah, a jig bite. Uh, my brother Jack makes a jig. We make our own jigs also. By the way, the CRSA, his and hers term, was one on a jig. That's what uh, Dalton really? said. Wow. Yeah. Caught most of his fish on a jig. And I love to trail my jigs with a zoom crawl. And I love, again, anything with purple flake in it in my trailers. And the jewel bait, mm-hmm. jewel jigs, I fish through jigs too, and they have a good crawl that I love to fish with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are a lot of good ones out there, but those jewel baits are kind of special. Oh, they're very special. Mountain Hole, Mark, and Saul, they furnish us baits too, and I help promote their baits. Uh, they've got a different variety of all kinds of jigs. Those guys make a lot of baits for a lot of people, too, that people don't realize. All right, so, Alex, what about cloudy days versus sunny days as okay. far as what colors you're going to use? Because it's different. Okay, again, it depends on the color of the water. If it's clear water, I'm going to throw a lighter colored bait, okay? and right sunny, now, sunny or cloudy? Su- okay, sunny or cloudy, yeah. Okay. What happens is uh, right now the water's really clear on Current River. So mm-hmm. if I'm fishing Current River and I'm going to stay way off of my fish, okay? If you think about when you're fishing, uh, a lot of people say, uh, man, I can make all kinds of noise and turn the music on. I can, I can catch fish. Where, you, know, you may, but let's see you catch the old fish. Yeah. We're talking, you know, uh, 17 inches and bit longer you know those fish know and now if you're fishing in high traffic area like a lot of canoers and kayakers they be- kayakers they become accustomed to that pressure the people there right so you might get away with making noises in places like that but if you go to places where there's not a lot of traffic and there's not a lot of pressure you you need to be quiet in that boat yeah. very quiet and that's why you don't want to wear bright colors when you're fishing, mm-hmm. too, because those fish see you. Uh, they're not going to bite. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, we'd go and uh, on, on the creek or even on the river, and, and my uncle would be with us, and he'd go, if you can see the fish, it can see you. You're right. I he promise says, you. He said, if you're in a place and there are fish close to the bank and you can see them, you need to back mm-hmm. off. Presentation also. I want to touch on that and to finish your question. Uh, cloudy days, still light-colored baits. What you will see, uh, especially hot temperatures, the smallmouth will move more towards current because the current produces more oxygen. Right. So you'll find them in the current, swifter current areas. And the current will be a little cooler, too. Yeah. So if it's cloudy, you will see a lot of fish a lot of times that may feed normally when they wouldn't midday. Right. So the cloud can be good, and if the wind picks up, 
what that'll do, it'll blow shad, blow minnows and stuff towards the banks and stuff, and a little fry and stuff, and that'll cause the fish to get out and move closer to the banks. So concentrate on the banks close to swift water, and you'll find smallmouth during hot temperatures like it is now. Yeah, and I know a lot of people that they don't mind swimmers being in the water. Yeah. Because it kicks up a lot of stuff that the fish will eat, and the fish have learned that. My brother Jack says, you want to catch fish? It don't bother me. I'll, I'm going to fish right around the tourists. Yeah. That's swimming or whatever. He goes, that stirs him up, Alex. And, and he's made me a believer out of it. So uh, in the high traffic areas. Yeah. Now, if you, again, if we, we're going to go back to the areas that doesn't get a lot of traffic. You think about it. You can't make a lot of noise. Be quiet. Watch it. Be quiet. Be we're going to go to a break, everybody. We come back. We're still talking about smallmouth fishing techniques here in the Ozarks. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more American Roots Outdoors right after this. This is Brenda Valentine, and you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. So you never got to worry what the wind Hi everybody, this is Alex Rutledge with American Roots Outdoors. How many of you needed an attorney? If you're like me, sometimes you do. I go to Zane Prevet at the Prevet Law Office, Willow Springs, Missouri. No case is too big or too small. You can call Zane at 417-469-3535. Zane Prevet at the Brevet Law Office. This is Alex Rutledge, and he is my attorney. Eagle Seed presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors. Alex Rutledge, your host. We're in the studio here at K-Country 95, and we'd like to thank all of our listeners all over the world and also the local networks that's airing our talk show across southern Missouri, northern Arkansas. And again, our subject is smallmouth fishing techniques here in the Ozarks, and we've touched on so many great things. What I would like to touch on right now, Redbone, is some of the cool things that they can see here in the Ozarks. And I'm going to let you kick it off with some of the places you like to visit here in southern Missouri and well, northern Arkansas. Well, I mentioned earlier, and I think it's one of the, the, the gems of the Ozarks, and right here in Thayer and Mammoth Spring. We have two. Yeah. We have the Mammoth Spring State Park. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a... There's a uh, a, a Frisco train depot that is set up just like it was at the turn of the century. And I'm uh-huh. not talking about, you know, from 1999 to 2000, like it was back turn of the century. Uh-huh. I got the old telegraph office and a lot wow. of really cool stuff in there. And they do guided tours and you can go in, you can go in a caboose and see what cabooses were like. And then they got the tourist information center at the head of the spring. You can, you know, feed ducks and, and walk across the dam that creates the, actually the spring river. And it's just a, a really cool Move this thing way there. a little bit. Oh, there you go. <laughs> He's blocking me out. He's so big. Oh, all right. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and and then of course also in Thayer, and this is why you can make a day trip. We have the Little Grand Canyon. Oh, we yeah. We have the Grand Gulf. State it is, Park. and it's beautiful. It is absolutely gorgeous. And if you go after a good rain, it'll be full of water. Yeah. And that water comes out somehow at the Mammoth Spring State yes. Park. Yeah. And comes out of the spring. What's cool about that, that gulf mm-hmm. serves as a filter mm-hmm. 
for the, the water that's coming into our streams. Before it became a state park, it served as a great place to deer hunt because those deer would get in the canyon. They would, wouldn't they? <laughs> they would. There were people who used to hunt it a lot. But anyway, you can't do that anymore. It's yeah. now a state park. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a gorgeous place to go, and there's a hiking trail that can take you down into the bottom. You can go a little ways into the cave where the water goes. But it, it really is a neat place. I like to go when it's dry mm-hmm. because it kind of gives you an idea of, you know, what the Grand Canyon looks like on a much smaller, smaller scale. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite places uh, for trout is Greer, Greer Springs. Yeah. That area, you know. Yeah. And over the last few years, they, they improved the trail down to the spring where the water mm-hmm. comes out of the ground. You can't fish the spring. No, 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 but no, no. But that can, area. Yeah. And, you, you know, they've rebuilt the mill. Mm-hmm. And they've been rebuilding that mill for the last few years. And uh, you can go kind of look around that. And one of the old wheels that they used to use to grind the corn uh-huh. is still down the hill down there. Wow. And now the way they've built the new trail now, you can actually see the old wheel. thing is huge. Do you know there was a story I heard, I can't remember where I heard it or read it, that Anheuser-Busch looked at trying to buy the Greer Springs. Uh, they did. Time. They did. They wanted to bottle the water for their bottled water. Exactly. Yep. And I can't remember when it was in the 70s or 80s. Uh, no, that would have been, uh, yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Kind of when the bottled water craze kind of took they off. They was looking one to try to buy it. Oh, know, yeah. They wanted to buy it. Because of the famous Ozark yeah. spring water here. Yeah, they were going to bottle the pure spring water, and, and people were like, oh, no, they're not. Yeah. Uh, yep, actually, they, they did. But it got blocked. And Yeah. And, I want to talk about some other places on the Jacks Fork River real quick. Yeah. You got Alley Spring. Mm-hmm. Alley Spring. Uh, the mill, that's beautiful. It is. It yeah. is. And it, it feeds the place. Jack's Fork River. And it's, it's one of the mills you can actually go in and walk through the mill. Yeah, you can walk through it and they'll give you a tour of it. Mm-hmm. And you can actually walk around the bank. That Alex Spring is a crow flies, isn't it? But about five, six miles from my house through the woods. Yeah, I can imagine mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's yeah. out there on the highway just about 10 miles west of Eminence. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, it's not that far. It's only about, from Eminence, about three or four miles. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's just close. Just a little ways out. It's not very far. It's, yeah, it's west of Emmons. It. Yeah, on 106. Yeah, on 106. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've got uh, Blue Springs, mm-hmm. uh, Upper uh, Jacks Fork there. Uh, you've got uh, Upper Current River. You've got Devil's mm-hmm. Well. Yep. That's a famous place. It's a cave yep. with a spring inside of it, which helps feed the Current River. Uh, you've got Round Spring. Yeah, you got Round Spring. You've got Big Spring. Yep. You've got Two Rivers. It's a great yep. place to go camp. Yeah, and then you know you go the other way into Arkansas, and, and it's not really a, a river destination or mill destination, but the Powhatan Courthouse. If you're a Powhatan Courthouse, if you're a if down around Pocahontas, oh yeah, down that way. If you're a history buff, you will love going to the Powhatan Courthouse. Yeah, it is gorgeous. Yeah, and the neat thing is about all of our rivers and areas down here. There's all kinds of nice restaurants that you can go eat at. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the Big Spring. I want to touch on it again. The Big Spring at Van Buren. Yeah. Then you go to Donovan. There's a lot of history in Donovan. The lower end of Current River, you want to visit Donovan, too, everybody, if you've never been there. A lot of roots, American roots down there, bluegrass music, uh, a lot of great people down there. You know, gigging is... uh, was actually created here in the Ozarks mm-hmm. by some of the old-timers in the late 1800s, and they talked about that. We've had guests on our show in the early 1900s where they used an old pine knot to create yeah. their light at night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard that story. Yeah. But, you know, we're, again, I just want to reiterate, we're truly blessed, everybody, to live in such a beautiful state as Missouri and states as Arkansas. 
truly blessed. Great people here. As I come over here today, I couldn't help to look at the beautiful scenery in Eleven Point Hills, crossing Eleven Points on the way here, Shaw's Ranch, and all the farmers out combining and uh, their fescue seed and also cutting their hay and baling their yeah. hay and the smell that we smell this time every year. And, and if you're close to a, a hay field, uh, if you listen real close, if somebody breaks down, you might hear some words you can't say on the radio. That's right. That's right. That's right. I've hauled many bales of hay, and back before I started going to church, I drank a lot of beer when I shouldn't be drinking beer. <laughs> I probably said words I shouldn't have said, yeah. but I thank the Lord Well, I was talking to a hay baler today. I said, man, it's a beautiful day to be cutting hay. He said, well, it was. Now it's a beautiful day to be fixing the balers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're always working on something. Yeah, well, yeah. that's, that's yeah. part of it. But, uh, you know, what a great part of our community and a great part of our economics oh, in, in this part of the world. Yeah, it is. A lot of baby deer on the ground right now. A lot of there baby turkeys. Well, some baby turkeys, not a lot of baby turkeys. Some baby turkeys, I'm not seeing a lot of people talking about them or post them on Facebook here in Missouri. I had one picture of my wise eye cameras that uh, showed me four baby poults. Do you know I have not had another picture with a hen with really? poults since? And that was about three or four weeks ago. Wow. Yeah, predators I, are still an issue. Coons is a serious issue, and we're not going to get off on that subject. But, uh, again, we just want to invite everybody to come and visit the Ozark National Scenic Riverways and all of our riverways here Mark in the National Ozark, Forest. Mark Twain National Forest. And, you know, come and visit us. Visit Shannon County, Oregon County, uh, Howe County, uh, other counties, Butler County, uh, all, all across southern Missouri. Yeah, anywhere Douglas. you can hear us on the radio right now. Great yeah. places, great yeah, parts Yeah, we want you to come and visit us and spend your money with us. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody, we're going to wrap up the show here again. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, you can follow me on Facebook with American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge. And also, I have an Alex Rutledge personal page and an Alex Rutledge public page. You can ask questions there. I'm also guiding fishing trips. And what we're going to do on the bonus segment with the podcast, if you're a podcast listener, any podcast carrier is going to have my show there. And we're on every podcast carrier available. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about how I run my guided hunts and the cost of my guide, not hunts, fishing trips and tours that we're going to be giving. Again, thank you for listening to our show. And remember, share the outdoors with somebody you love. Share our American roots with a child. Let them experience what you and I have experienced. And remember, when your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. So you never got to worry what the wind might do. American joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. Denali presents the American Roots bonus segment. If you're listening to this, this means you are a listener to the American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and Friends podcast. We thank you for joining us. What we're going to talk about here on this segment is Alex Rutley's Guide Service, American Roots Outdoors LLC, and what I do in my guided fishing trips and my tours. Redbone's going to ask me questions. Yeah, uh, so if, if I if I book a trip with Alex Rutledge, you don't guarantee I'm going to catch fish? Well, I'll guarantee you I will. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know that's a loaded question and an unfair question. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm going to ring, ring, ring the number. 
Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. You call me. So, so here's what's going to happen. I am going to furnish either half day trips or mm-hmm. full day trips. Half day trip can be four to five hours. Okay. Okay. Uh, a half day trip is two hundred dollars for per one person. person. One person. One person. Okay. One person. Yeah. I furnish you drinks, uh, not alcohol. Drinks, right. uh, refreshments, and a uh, sack lunch uh, for that day. Uh, if you do a full day trip. It's four hundred dollars. Okay, and you stay at my lodge, my cabin, and I feed you a home cooked meal, sack lunch, and I, I furnish rods if you need rods. I'd rather you bring your own rods, and I've got tackle if you need tackle. Mm-hmm. And basically, what I do is I cater to you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to show you how to catch river smallmouth. You're going to get a one on one smallmouth lesson with me here in the Ozarks. Okay, so uh, let's start with a half day trip. Uh, is, is this going to be a, a morning trip or an evening, or is that up to what the individual wants to do? That is up to the individual. If that individual wants to go in the evening, we can. Or go in the morning, we can. Uh, there's no way I can break it up like two hours in the morning, two hours in right, the evening, because that takes right. my whole day. Right, yeah. But uh, they need to you know, choose what they want. Uh, since I run an ad on social media, my phone is blown up. I've got a lot of people that's going to be booking. And if anybody's interested in booking a trip with me and learning how to catch river smallmouth, I'd love to have you. Uh, if you don't like to fish, uh, I can still give you boat tours and show you the beautiful scenery along the rivers here, Spring River, uh, uh, Levin Points, uh, Current River, Jack's Fork. We could do uh, canoe trips. We could do kayaks. Uh, I used to do a lot of night fishing on the Jack's Fork, and that's when I caught mm-hmm. my biggest smallmouth. And if anybody would like to do a night trip, we can do one of those if you're not scared of snakes, <laughs> and we'll catch them on top water. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Alex, now, is, are the trips exclusively for one person? No. We we also cater to two people trips. Okay. So, if you come in and do a full day with me, two people, it's $500, only $100 extra for that other second person to come. Mm-hmm. And uh, you stay in my cabin again, we'll feed you and everything. And, uh, again, I'm catering to you. If you book a trip with me, I'm your guide. I'm going to take care of you. Uh, we do not keep fish. I will not keep fish. So if you expect to keep fish, uh, no disrespect, but I'm not going to do that. Right. Yeah, the smallmouth. Smallmouth. Right. Now, we could do largemouth. We will keep largemouth and, and goggle eye. Mm-hmm. But uh, – the point of what I'm doing, one, is to generate some money, and that's how I make my living. I'm no longer working full-time for Visa Industrial right. Professionals because I need to put my focus on my company, uh, American Roots. I still will help them part-time. Uh, it's my first public announcement about that. I resigned as a full-time position back in turkey season. So uh, great company. Uh, they get do a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my focus is – Take care of my business. Sure. I right, so uh, a fishing trip, I mean, uh, how, how long is your season going to run? That's a good question. I, I'm going to guide fishing trips from any time in the spring. Mm-hmm. I'll start guiding the end of March. Now, we can't keep them, of course, but you right. can catch them. Your biggest fish will usually be caught April and May. Right. End of March, April and May. And they usually... Big old sows with big bellies. Mm-hmm. And we'll turn them back, of course, you know, because the season's not open until the end of May. Uh, but I'll run plumb into the middle of October. Okay. And I will do some winter trips in December 
uh, January. Yeah, as weather allows. Yeah, as weather will allow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, uh, somebody books a trip, and and I know we're about out of time here on the podcast, but uh, if somebody books a trip, and uh, are you requiring a deposit be put down to to book that trip? Yes, Redbone. We require fifty percent of the deposit to be sent into so we can lock your dates in. Okay. And uh, something happens, weather, whatever, we can reschedule that. You know, but we look forward to taking people and entertaining them and showing them a good time and feeding them a good meal. And I think you know, I've I've got a few people off and on for many years on the state land, mm-hmm. and give me a gift. I wouldn't charge them, but they, a gift or something. But. Uh, this is getting serious now. I'm going to start doing it for a business. Okay. So uh, there's other guides in, on the current river in our areas also. Uh, I prefer you book with me over them. <laughs> no disrespect to them. Not bad mouthing them because they're great fishermen too. But uh, they're my friends. Uh, I had a one group call. They want to bring uh, wanted four boats. Oh wow! So four single guys and four boats, mm-hmm. and we can accommodate up to five fishermen a day. Oh really? Yeah. All right. Well, you fish. I mean, now, and that that brings up another question. If somebody's coming as a group, and you know, there are a lot of groups that come in to go camping. Yeah. You know, over at Alley or or wherever. Yeah. And and maybe you know, there's four families, and the guys all want to go fish. They, well, we want to fish. We want to fish in separate boats. Can you fish fish relatively in the same areas, or are they going to be pretty spread out on the river? We can all fish within you know uh, eyesight of each other. We can. Okay. We can. But usually we like to split up because it helps the chances of catching more fish. Sure. Yeah. And usually what we do when we have groups like that, we have a little competition. Mm-hmm. Everybody pitches in. Well, sure. It's got to be a competition. Uh, $10, $20 a night. Biggest, biggest bass. Biggest bass. Yeah. Takes the pot. Yeah. So we make it fun for our fishermen and our guests that come here with us. Uh, very good. So people want to contact you and, and, and do one of these fishing trips. And again, folks, these are these are river trips. Mm-hmm. All right. What do they need to do? Just call you on the phone, get on your social media. What what do they need to do? Yeah, they can contact me on my Facebook pages, American Roots Outdoors or Alex Rutledge. Uh, or they can call me. My number is 573 that is my home office number. My cell phone is 319-573-4836. Again, I want to thank all of our sponsors that help us. Monty's Outdoors, uh, Casey Smith Tree Service, Dalton Pallet, uh, Wise Eye. Yeah, we're going to forget some. Uh, Denali Rods. Uh, We've got several. Yeah, they're the Walhaya Taxidermy. Yeah, there's a bunch of them, more than I can remember. Yeah, but we want to thank all of our partners that yeah. help us bring the show to everybody across the country. All right, yeah. so one final question yes. before we break. Before you break. This is, this is important. Can someone purchase one of your, your trips for somebody else, like, and get a gift certificate that people can cash in? They sure can, Redbone. They can they can get with me. Uh, again, if you want to email me, my email's a rutledge sixty four at hotmail dot com. And uh, again, my numbers are three one nine five seven three four eight three six. My home office five seven three two nine two three nine one three. And I'm going to assume that the uh, fishermen that's coming on the trip, they will be responsible for having their own fishing license. Yeah, they have to have their own fishing license. And, uh, you know, one, we're going to ask everybody before we take them fishing, we need to know what, what their health is, mm-hmm. and they'll sign a release form with us. Sure. Uh, you know, Age limits? Uh, 
I'm sorry? Age limit. Age limit. It doesn't matter. I mean, as, as long as that, you know, uh, they can get on the water, we'll take them. We okay. take father and son, father and daughters. I want to thank everybody for listening to American Roots bonus segment here in our podcast and radio show. Again, thank you for support. Go to our website if you like our apparel and you like our hats, etc. Thank you again for your support. We're going to wrap up the show. Again, share the outdoors. Hi, Jared Hudson. We're wrapping up the show here. Share the outdoors with somebody you love, especially a child. We want them to experience what we've experienced. And remember, when your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind.